Hey, this is Pastor Holly of Open Heart Sanctuary. Welcome to our podcast. We are so glad that you are here, and wherever you're listening from, we believe that God will transform your life through today's message. Be sure to subscribe so you can get these messages every week. I pray that you are blessed today. My brothers and my sisters, if you will, please turn with me in your life's owner's manual, your holy word of God, your basic instruction before leaving the earth. Please turn with me to the Gospel of Luke. We are going to look at the 15th chapter of Luke, starting with verse number 11. That is Luke 15, starting with verse 11. Luke, the 15th chapter, verse 11, as recorded in the New King James Version, reads as follows. Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, Give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he delivered to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with, uh, with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want." Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's servants have bread enough to and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your higher servants. And he rose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. And bring the fatted calf here and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. 
He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Gracious Lord and Holy Father God, we thank you for this preaching hour. Lord, I would ask that you clear all of our hearts, clear all of our minds, clear all of our souls, that we will be open to receiving a word from you. Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. May my soul look up with steadfast hope, and my will be lost in thine. Amen. You may be seated. The prodigal son. This morning, beloved, I, if it isn't too much for you, if it isn't too much for us, please meditate with me upon the theme this morning, I'm going back home. I'm going back home. I'm going back home. Prodigal. The original Greek word prodigal means waster. The prodigal son. The waster son. Jesus uses this story, the prodigal son, to illustrate, to show us, among other things, how we can be restored to a right relationship with God. How we can be restored to a right relationship with God. Although this certainly applies to non-Christians, those who are not Christians, by showing how to have a right relationship with God, this parable also more specifically applies to Christians whose relationship with God is not what it used to be. Either way, the story shows us, the story shows us that we too can go back home. The story, is an, is an, the story is an analogy of our Heavenly Father's relationship with His children. The Father in this parable represents God, while the two sons represents the people. The younger son is a man who, who has left his right relationship with God. And the older son is a man who has stood steadfast in his relationship with God. 
Now, this morning, we're not going to deal with the elder brother, but with the younger brother, the younger son, and his father. We'll deal with that bitter older brother a little bit later in the season. The prodigal son. I'm going back home. What we see in our text this morning, my brothers and my sisters, is rebellion and shame. What we see in the text besides rebellion and shame is repentance. What we see in the text this morning, beloved, besides rebellion and shame, besides repentance, is we finally see restoration. Look at verse 12. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. You see, the younger son has made a decision. He's made a decision to break the rules. He's made a decision. He wanted his inheritance and he wants it now. You see, he had plans this younger son. He had big plans. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine that the younger son wanted to just live his life. I can imagine he just wanted to have some Fun. And I'm reminded on that thought that he just wanted to have big fun. I'm reminded, I don't know if many of you might recall this, but during one of the episodes of the Cosby's, Claire Huxtable and, 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 and Dr. Huxtable had gone out to find their young daughter, Vanessa, who apparently had decided that she and her friends were going to go to Baltimore. Ha <laughs> ha! And Dr. Huxtable and Claire find her and bring her home. And of course, they're quite livid. And Claire is going on about Vanessa. I bet you had big fun. I bet you just wanted to have big fun, didn't you, Vanessa? You wanted to have big fun. While you're tramping off with your girlfriends down in Baltimore. <laughs> I can imagine... The younger son just wanted to have big fun. He didn't want to be in his father's house anymore. I could imagine his father saying, son, if you're going to live in, in this house, if you're going to live under my roof, you will follow my rules. How many of us have heard that? <laughs> I can imagine that son thinking, hmm, I'm not staying here. I don't have to follow these rules. I can imagine the son thinking, 
I'm tired of getting up early to tend to that flock. I can imagine he just wanted to do his own thing. He just wanted to do his own thing. I can imagine, my brothers and my sisters, that the younger son sitting around trying to figure out how am I going to get out of this house? How am I going to get away from this crazy man, my father? And I can imagine all of a sudden the light bulb going off in his head. I got it! I got it! I'll ask dad for my portion of the inheritance now. I can imagine the younger son pacing back and forth in his room trying to figure out how he was going to get out of his father's house and have big fun. Big fun. He was rebelling against his father. He was rebelling against the rules. He was rebelling against everything his father stood for. Now, as the youngest son, my brothers and my sisters, he was only entitled to one-third of the inheritance anyway. But that didn't make any difference to him. It didn't matter. He wanted that money. And he wanted that money as in yesterday. Now, just like I can imagine, just like I can imagine the sun going through his paces to get what he wanted, I can imagine us, you, me, us, rebelling against God, doing whatever we need to do to get what we want and ultimately breaking our right relationship with God. The Word goes on to tell us how the younger son went on to further rebel against his father. Let's look at verse 13. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. Wasted his substance with riotous living. How can a person, how can a man fall from a right relationship with God or end up in a broken relationship with God just like that younger son broke his relationship with his father, we break our relationship with our father in the same manner through rebellion, trying to be independent, 
Sometimes trying to be something we're not. Just like the younger son took all that he had, all that he had, all that had been given to him, and he squandered it at his young age. I can imagine us doing the same thing. Or I can imagine us having done the same thing. Rebelling. Trying to be independent. Having that I can do it myself attitude. Having that I don't need anybody mindset. Having that I want to have a good time mindset. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Having that I'm going to get mine thinking. Having that that's not my responsibility mindset. Having that I'm not doing that mindset. I can speak to that. Having that I'm not listening to that preacher. He's a man just like me and he puts his pants on just like I do one leg at a time. Ah. Rebellion, 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 rebellion. I don't need to go to school. It's a waste of time anyway, rebellion. What's the big deal? I don't know if I, I don't, what's the big deal? No one will know if I take a hit off of this pipe. Rebellion. What's the big deal? I can smoke all the weed I want. What's the big deal? One little drink's not going to kill me. Rebellion. Riotous living. Rebellion. Let's look at verse 14. Rebellion riotous living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. Let's back up. Now let's stay there. Why, my brothers and sisters, didn't the younger son go back to his father after he had wasted everything? Why do we not come back to God after we have wasted everything? I mean, his, the younger son, he had no money. He had no food. He had nowhere to lay his head. I can only imagine... He didn't go back to his father right away because of pride and shame. Pride and shame. Rebellion, my brothers and sisters, sometimes will cause shame. Shame. The word says that he took his journey into a far country and when he had spent everything, after he had blown through everything, after he drank everything, after he smoked everything, after he paid for every, uh, we're not going to go there, haha, after he had wasted everything, he began to be in want. 
And as a result of him being and went once, he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. Why, my brothers and sisters, do you think the younger son joined himself to a citizen of a far-off country, a place where he was not known, a place where his family was not known? I can imagine, beloved, that he did not want anyone that knew him, that knew his family, that knew his background, that knew his upbringing to see him. He did not want anybody who could possibly have known him to see him doing his thing. Just like the younger son went away from his family, we too sometimes go and journey into a far country only for us. That far country just might be from West Philly to Germantown. Germantown to Winfield, Winfield to South Philly, South Philly to Northeast, or maybe, brothers and sisters, it's from Philly to California, California to New York. We, hallelujah, hallelujah. Anybody ever been there? Whether, whatever, hallelujah. Whatever it is, our riotous living can and will cause us shame. But not only did the younger son blow it all, he tried to fix it himself. Look at verse 15. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. What does that mean? It means he hired himself out. He went to work for someone else. He became a servant. How many of us do that? We try to fix, our, fix it ourselves. We try to do it ourselves after we screwed it up to begin with. Aha. By now, it looks like there may be no hope for this young man. By now, it looks like there may be no hope for us. But, verse 17 tells us, but when he came to himself, when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and here I am perishing with hunger? I'm paraphrasing. I will get up. Stop feeling sorry for myself and go home and say to dad, dad, I have sinned. I have sinned against heaven and I have sinned before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your higher servants, humility. And he rose 
and came to his father. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son. Repentance. Repentance. I have sinned against heaven and I have sinned against you and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Repentance. After the sun party, like it was the end of the world, after he hung out with his boys, after he had all the pretty women he could find, after he smoked all the weed he got, he could get his hands on, after he stopped going to temple, after he drank all of the liquor he could drink, after he realized that his life had fallen apart around him, after he realized that he had been reduced to nothing, after he realized that all he had been doing still had not filled that empty void in his life, after he realized that he was just sick and tired, fed up with the way things were, he returned to his father! And he repented. He realized he could no longer do it by himself. He realized that he could not fix what he had messed up. He finally took off those rose-colored glasses he finally opened up his eyes and said, this is ridiculous. He asked himself, why am I here? Especially since I don't have to be here. Even my father's servants have enough food to spare. Even life as one of my father's slaves was better than the so-called freedom that he so desperately wanted and was experiencing. Now, just like the father allowed the son to leave, do his own thing, God will do the same thing for us. He allows us to go through what we go through. Sometimes it takes us going through just to get us to go back but we have to admit that we go through or that we are going through because of our own choices. Because of our own choices. Just like the son went through because he chose to go party. He chose to waste all of his money. He chose to live high on the hog. He chose to be deceived. He chose to believe the lies of the devil, but he did not stay in that state. And just like he didn't stay in his state, just like he didn't stay in his mess, my brothers and my sisters, you do not have to stay in your mess. He admitted his life was in a mess. He admitted he had made bad choices. Some people admit their mess in life. Some people admit their life is a mess. They admit their mess is even their own fault. But they never do 
anything about it. Some people even say, I need to get my life together. I need to get my life right with God. But they never actually do anything about it. They never actually return to God. They are willing to walk through life in the current state of mess that it's in, and the current state of despair, and the current state of confusion, and their current state of chaos. Not only, not only did the younger son realize that his life was a mess, but he also had a plan to get right with his father. He also had a plan to go back home. Not only, my brothers and sisters, did the younger son make a plan, he actually took the steps necessary to get his life right. To get his life right so that he could go back home. What steps are we taking, brothers and sisters, so that we too can go back home? He didn't stay where he was. He didn't write a letter asking for more money. He didn't send a text asking for more money. He didn't complain to those around him about his life. He didn't put his head in his hands crying, woe is me. He didn't borrow from those he knew, knowing he wasn't going to be able to pay them back. He didn't continue down the road he was on. He did not continue down the path he had already chosen to take. You see, he returned to his Father, He returned to his father with a repentant, with a humble heart. He knew that his father could not bless him where he was. He knew that his father could not bless him where he was. This reminds me of a saying that, that, that was popular a few years ago. God ain't going to bless no mess. It may still be popular today. I just don't hear it that much anymore. We have to repent. We have to go of, let go of whatever life we think we're holding on to and repent. Hallelujah. Repent. You see... Some people simply want God to bless them. Some people simply want God to bless them where they are, and he may, he will, he can. But to be restored, to have a restored relationship with God, you must leave, we must leave the old stuff behind and return to God. Satan is out here filling people's minds with lies. There was a court case just this week that was based, or a defamation case, that was based on lies 
And they've come to a settlement of, of some almost $800 million. You see, Satan is out here filling people's minds with lies. He's telling you that it's okay to hang out all night at the bar. He's telling you it's okay to sleep around. He's telling you that it's not okay to take care of your children. He's telling you it's okay to smoke all the dope you can. He's, it's not okay. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He's telling you it's not okay to bring your tithes and offerings into the storehouse. He's telling you it's not okay. He's telling you it's okay not to go to Bible study. It's okay not to go to Sunday school. It's okay to abuse your spouse. It's okay to abuse your children. It's okay to kill one another in cold blood. It's okay to sell drugs to everyone who will buy them. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You see, my brothers and my sisters, that's the lie. Those are the lies that Satan will have us to believe. Too many of our folks out here today have bought into this Satan theology. It's okay. He's trying to keep us from coming to God by convincing us that the life we're living isn't really all that bad. But if you are honest with yourself, if we are honest with ourselves, if people are honest with themselves, they'll realize that the direction in which they are heading is, will only lead to destruction and death. And that, my brothers and sisters, is not what God intended. That is not how God intended for us to live. The word says, resist the devil and he will flee. Jesus said, tell old Satan, Satan, get thee behind. I'm going back home. Jesus said, tell old Satan, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ because I'm going back home. Jesus said, tell old Satan, Satan, I'm shaking you off so I can go back home. Jesus said to tell old Satan, Satan, I'm coming back to get the things you stole from me so I can go back home. Jesus said to tell old Satan, move over, Satan. You are under me, Satan. I'm going back home. Jesus said to tell old Satan, by the blood of the Lamb, I'm taking back my family. By the blood of the Lamb, I'm taking back my inheritance. By the blood of the Lamb, I'm taking back my family. By the blood of the Lamb, I'm taking back my finances. By the blood of the Lamb, I'm claiming my blessings. By the blood of the Lamb, I'm taking back my health. By the blood of the Lamb, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, I'm going back home. Hallelujah. I'm going back home. My brothers and my sisters, we are, my time is up. I'm going back home. I'm going back home. We might have to continue this into a series next week. I'm going back home by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. By the blood of the Lamb, I'm the top and not the bottom. Hallelujah. By the blood of the Lamb, I'm the lender and not the borrower. By the blood of the Lamb, he is my shepherd. By the blood of the Lamb, I shall not want. By the blood of the Lamb, I shall not speak. Fell in the secret place of the Most High. Hallelujah. By the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going back home. Hallelujah. By the blood of the Lamb, he'll bless you in your comings and your goings. By the blood of the Lamb, 
He'll open up the windows and pour you out blessings that you'd have room not enough to receive. By the blood of the Lamb, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. By the blood of the Lamb, everything has already been established. All those things have been established to you which have already been declared and decreed by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name, Lord. Get right with God and do it now. Get right with God and he will show you how. Get right with God and do it now. Get right with God and he will show you how. Down at the cross where he shed his blood. Get right with God. Get right with God. Get right with God. And you too can go back home. out to those of you who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. Again, we thank you for listening. Now go out and live a victorious life.